<laughs> so should we start out each episode with a deep sigh like we we're <laughs> towards the end there or oh, the end was just the beginning this is we are inside the Ouroboros at this point it is the snake eating its own tail we shall feed ourselves from our size <laughs> at least we're back around to the head and not the ass. <laughs> the human centipede. <laughs> <laughs> the human centipede. Welcome back to Problematic Ass with the Brewmaker Brothers. We could see you there for a little while. <sighs> you can't see me like John Cena. I heard what? that he retired. He did. He looks goofy now because he's had that cropped military haircut. And I saw him on Reddit randomly the other day. He had his hair grown out like a civvy and he paid for some old guy's uh, entire grocery bill. And it's like, man, he just honest to God, he lives the life. He seems like a cool dude. Yeah, I I agree. I think because he's I think the highest um, like make a wish foundation. Yeah, like by leaps and bounds. It's ridiculous. Hello? Hello? <laughs> I thought I lost you. Because we, no. we both hit that proverbial wall already. Yeah, and we are two minutes in. All right. Good well, signs. that's the show. That was <laughs> the show again. Yep. So, um, a big part of the reason... I mean, I don't think there's anything going on in world news right now. There's nothing really worth jumping into later or anything. But No, no, certainly. Um, there's nothing really important going on in the world right now. Upon re-listen, just some of the stupid-ass repeating jokes that I would do. <laughs> like, the, like the two wolves thing and the five gum thing and everything. It gets me every fucking time. Like, I forget that I was going to do it, and it made me laugh. And I'm like... <laughs> Man, I think I'm retarded. And that's <laughs> there's that there one. It is. There there's it is. that one. Got okay, it. Okay, so mark that off the checklist. Checklist. Um, checklist. All right. <laughs> no, but I feel like there's enough going in the world problematic in the last month that I forget the crazy shit that has happened since January. And yeah. and um, I tried looking up like some sort of timeline of January 2020 to now. And I can't even find such a thing because the world has just been swept up in, you know, storm of the century. We got Captain Trips that we were alluding to with the last fucking Kyle episode. Yeah. Shit is going down. Shit is going down. Um, I know a lot of people are expecting us to talk about the easiest news story in history which we're kind of not going to right away i don't really feel like i need to rehash anything no i mean, I, um, I, I literally just posted a post on facebook that said can we all please just stop joking about toilet paper some of us have been using bread for weeks now which is just <laughs> like my version of a joke you know, but it's like, God damn, please just stop with the same fucking repeated meme bullshit, you know? Well, and there's only so deep into the the lulls factory that people can go and and not be willing to cross the problematic line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's there's um there's so many people out there making memes, and it's almost like a meme competition. There's like over 50% of the population that's, you know, quarantined right now that are just cranking out memes. And, and it's none all, of them are any good. None of them are any good, and a lot of them are coming from the same um, panicked toilet paper hoarders Yeah. that bought, you know, they ate the onion and, and they hoarded toilet paper. <laughs> I just, I've never understood that. People would be, like, it, it's such a circular thing. People like you and I, well, more me in this case right now, it's 
um, because of people's fucking crazy amount of panic, I'm forced to go to work and be deemed essential to keep the supply chain running so that people can keep being hoarding fucking crazy assholes, you know? Yeah. Can't we all just... I mean, we used to live off the land. <laughs> we, we used to fucking just bathe and fucking wash our hands and not have to be told. And Christ, it takes a literal pandemic for people to be like, wait, I have to wash my hands after I w- wipe my asshole? I shouldn't I shouldn't lick my hands and then lick other things that are sitting around. I are mean, you saying that's bad? I've been doing it all my life. All right, let's change the subject. Fuck this. What you got? <laughs> I haven't. Today is the first time I've been on Reddit since our hiatus. Yeah. Yeah, you're not missing anything. And it's a, it's a whole uh, lot of cancellations and deferrals and fucking memes. It, there's a whole lot of memes, and I'm seeing a lot of people are um, trying to swing it like. Currently, we are under a – we're very close to becoming a police state. I don't see that, do you? I think our interpretation of public safety for legitimate reasons uh-huh. is a little bit different than, like, they're coming to collect all our guns. You know what I mean? Because a lot of those the people that are all up in arms, Second Amendment, you know, yeah. they're all like, they're coming to take our guns. No, they're telling you to stay the fuck home with your guns. Yeah. They're not coming to Go take them. They don't your want guns on yourself. I mean, they don't fuck. want you near other people. They don't want to be near you. They don't want to come in your house because you probably got the plague. Roll around with your guns in your bed, you know, <laughs> Rubble. whatever. You, yeah. Touch them. Lick them. <laughs> put it in your mouth whatever you got to do with it to get you happy that you have your guns they're not coming for them and i feel like it's been long enough this bears repeating i'm not in any way shape or form anti-gun myself I'm, either i'm really not i i'm not gonna try to act like i am but that's always the benchmark for the extremists it's like they're coming for our guns it's like they're saying stay inside because this is virulent shit. Like, fuck. Where do the draw correlations? I swear to God, everybody in the world is a panic actor, and we're the only ones that are actual player characters. It's all NPCs acting out this fucking fantasy world. That sounds horribly disassociative, but I was um, <laughs> I was saying earlier um, that, you know, during since the outbreak of all this, I have been remarkably more calm and collected in my head in my everyday action and thought process than i was before there was a pandemic mit actually released a study that i read that people that suffer from depression anxiety and shit are a lot more well accommodated for stuff like this it's because we we panic about shit like Man, what if gas went up 10 cents a gallon and I can't get enough gas and then I can't get to work and then I it's a, it's a it's a fucking circle. I can't I can't get out of my own head, you know? And Yeah. So so we're a lot more equipped for the rest of the world's freaking out. It's like calm the fuck down. We got this. Jesus. Well, and I think a lot of people are automatically like I've been doing a lot of um, you know, counterculture or like smaller culture research on my own. Just to kind of like, I don't know, keep my inner monologue rolling. And there's a lot of people that are, you know, those, those, um, they're going to take our guns people. Mm-hmm. I think they're upset because it's not something they're going to be able to, it's not a shootable threat. So that's yeah. where a lot of the fear comes from is, it, you know, it's not a shootable threat. They're not going to be able to like discriminate against people in public. It came in my home, and I executed with impunity. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to be able to have, like, a a Ruby Ridge shootout with coronavirus. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not going to be, like, a COVID-19 shootout in the middle of central Pennsylvania, you know? Oh, God. I like the people that are freaking out, calling Tom Wolf a fucking dictator. 
(laughs) (laughs) Like, like for everybody that's like, you're doing a really good job, and his, uh, I mean, I don't want to get into the politics of it all, but I don't think he's doing anything wrong, and he's trying to slow the spread or, God forbid, stop it, you know, and people are like, he has no goddamn right. I don't fucking understand why he gets off. You know, it's like, At, all right, then go outside. That's fine. Go, yeah. go, go to the mall. The toilet. Yeah. Go lick the toilets at Walmart. Did you see that guy? I saw that like some dude got in trouble <laughs> and is like terroristic threats or something he was getting charged with. No, I mean the particular guy that did the coronavirus challenge licked a toilet seat and he's like, I ain't going to get it. And like a week later, he was in the hospital with coronavirus. <laughs> This is another instance where survival of the fittest comes into play. Welcome back to the Darwin Awards, because these guys, I mean, Jesus, calm down. Everybody just calm your nips. Yeah, (laughs) chill the fuck out. Maryland right now is under a state of emergency. They have the National Guard at their borders. That's pretty cool. The state itself is locked down, and I haven't read anything of the people like, you know, the governor's a criminal. He's a dictator. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but every day I'm seeing it on Tom Wolf. It's like, all right, well, I'd like to see you do better. Well, (laughs) I think a lot of it is people the slightest inconvenience makes people most people upset we're dealing with first world problems on a global scale it's a pandemic of first world problems for a lot of people yeah so you know because i can't have a truckload of toilet paper when i go to walmart in the middle of the night because they're Mm -hmm. closed Mm -hmm. you know yeah, this was never closed before. This is bullshit. You know, it's funny, though. I was saying to Kaylee, it's like at least in my end of it, my life post-quarantine hasn't really changed much. I'm still fucking solitude mode overnight all by myself, just chilling like a villain. It's like, uh, I guess I'll just watch The Wire or something fuck it who cares honestly my every day hasn't changed significantly um we had you know we had a a few different like today was our sonogram and we both went in we were excited and the lady stopped us at the the registration desk Uh told me i had to leave if i wasn't patient i had to leave what no and I understand why they're they're doing these types of sure procedures, but like that was something that was unexpected yeah. because of this. So yes, that was an instance of um, and they followed you know, through with that. I didn't hear that. Oh, I I they they did the sonogram today. Yeah. My wife was the only one allowed back there. I wasn't allowed oh. back. So I yeah, went, it makes sense. The less bodies, the less risk of contamination, I guess, but. Well, certainly, and I honestly think that behind the scenes, there's going to be a a reported liability, because if they have, say, like, a confirmed case between this time and this time, they're going to be able to try to calculate, like, who has it, where is it, you know. Where have they been? If they're really taking an intelligence, like a military intelligence type of mindset with it for infection control – you know, they would be not necessarily holding people like financially or like legally liable, but, you know, everybody's responsibility of reportability is going to be a lot higher. Yeah, for sure. As it should be, especially when the state's supposed to be basically locked down now. But, well, and it, I'm honestly, if I'm God's honest truth, I'm amazed they, uh, didn't reschedule that or push it off or not do it today i yeah we were grateful that they didn't reschedule it we were kind of like even up to i think last night or this morning Mm -hmm. she called to make sure that it was still gonna be taking place because it's not necessarily like a life-sustaining type of procedure 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they were making sure the baby was okay and and determined the excuse me the gender and everything. But like yeah. if it was say open heart surgery versus a gender sonogram, like obviously that would the, take precedence. Yeah. yeah, the weight of open heart surgery, you know. Um. God. I just. I don't know. I'm trying to deviate away from it, but my brain just keeps slipping into it, you know, because it's well, just it's, been it's fully ingratiated our society at this point. You it's know? everywhere. It's literally. And that's why I said earlier, it's literally the easiest news story of the century so far. Yeah. Uh, like September 11th. Well, September 11th, 2001. That was a pretty easy one, too. But we're at the same level of an. uh you know, uh, and the outreach of the incident slash, you know, situation. See, but you could argue that even September 11th, it was incident and aftermath. This is like an ongoing, exponentially growing. A lot of us, I'm embarrassed to say it now, a lot of us really downplayed this in the beginning. It's like, calm the fuck down. It's just the flu. It's just, you know, and upper respiratory infection right you know. right it's just like a worse cold calm down you know and you know everything you hear just it continues to get worse well and i know there's a lot of countries right now that have i haven't looked at numbers today because i'm kind of trying to stay somewhat disassociated from it but like the amount of people that have died across the world due yeah. to this virus yeah. at this point may out, you know, outnumber the amount that died in September 11th. Oh, it did for sure. You know, Already. that's probably, that's probably going to get me canceled for saying that. Cause you know, but I'm, it's apples and oranges. It's not like you're downplaying really September yeah. 11th. I'm not, it's not but, like you're downplaying Columbine to say, well, uh, day one in Pennsylvania, we lost more people. It, it's, it's a different scenario. Correct. The, thi- the thing that's fucked up about this is everybody, like, I liken it to a company you work for that's supposed to do, like, quarterly, uh, like, fire safety drills. But instead, they go a hundred years without having it. You know, we yeah. haven't had any sort of emergency preparedness thing for a plague scenario in obviously in any of our lifetime, because I can't remember anything even in the ballpark of this. You know, you were hearing a MRSA, you were hearing bird flu, you were hearing swine flu all those fucking different things but they just weren't as virulent they weren't as uh you know aggressive aggressive like yeah it wasn't as aggressive of a i mean now here's the the weird part you know that kind of gets me asking some questions with my tinfoil hat on like why is this so quickly what how it had evolved so quickly into such an aggressive virus well i hate to sound like uh our dear leader and i'm not going to get into the racist tirades he's gone on with this because i could almost downplay that as fear on his part too um but i heard a theory and i'm not going to discredit it i'm not going to give it credence but just a theory that This started at a biological weaponry level, and it broke open. It was exposed, whatever, in the Wuhan territory in China. Because maybe they're sick of being fucked on by uh, America, just borrowing and borrowing money and never paying them back. And what better way to fuck up America than to drop this on them? Which would explain site zero, patient zero, would explain, you know, a lot. But I think it's just as possible that Mother Nature's ready to reclaim the fucking land, you know? Well, and, you know, that could very well be. I mean, there's there's a natural balance that I don't think any credence has been given to 
until an event happens like a tsunami like Mm -hmm. a hurricane Mm -hmm. like a volcano eruption it's like oh we're all living peacefully and calmly and then oh my god the mountains throwing fire at us you know (laughs) how fucking crazy is that pompeii no yeah did you ever see the guy that was did we do this already i'm sorry i think we did as i started saying it there was a guy that was uh encased in ash and basically turned into cement that was mid jerk when the eruption went off i don't think so we did actually touch there's that a, there's a fucking guy with his dick in his hand like statued in pompeii it's like okay well that's a if, pretty good summary for humankind in a <laughs> nutshell hey if i'm dying i'm getting one good nut off yeah <laughs> Well, and that just shows the primitiveness that we still exist with. I agree. I agree. I mean, that's just your base functions, you know? And honestly, to kind of circle back around to it, I think that's where a lot of the fear mongering is coming from. It's yeah. because we're we're now facing an enemy that we can't shoot with guns yeah. or drop a bomb on. Yeah, like it doesn't much. It doesn't have a face that doesn't mimic ours in the mirror. So, like, people are automatically, like... DEFCON 5 or whatever level scared. Yeah. What if those dumb fucks at Area 51 unleashed it as payback? <sighs> Maybe. It could have been. This is the, the, the bloodbath that was to happen no, the no. day of the raid. The day of the raid, they were supposed to do it. One guy probably, I remember saying during the raid episode, one guy broke through and then he got skirt. But um, I think somebody probably pulled him off to the side and said, look, you want to clap them alien cheeks? We got a room for you. So he goes and he claps them alien cheeks and he gets, he's patient zero. And he fucking gave it to everybody from clapping cheeks. So it wasn't a guy that ate the head off a bat or you need that soup or whatever. I don't believe any of that stupid shit at all. No, it, it sounds like the same story that they said about where AIDS originally came from. Yeah. Some dude fucked a monkey in like somewhere where monkeys live and then AIDS happened. Yeah, I don't like, believe that. That just sounds either. that's still a bullshit cover story to me. Urban legend. Yeah. Clapping dem cheeks. You know, I drank a couple Budweiser's thinking it was going to be giggle juice. This is not giggle juice. This is not good. I wouldn't. Why do you even have them at your house? Because I wanted to. Well. Because I wanted to. (laughs) 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 Because the liquor stores are closed forever. The world is closed forever. That's true. Welcome back to Problematic Cast. We're open. Yeah, we're open now. I don't we've, know if you could hear the, the thumbs up click and the smile on my face, but we're open for you during the plague. Open for business. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at a picture. I don't know if I ever got into towards the end of the original run. The pictures, our profile pictures, just we increasingly try to get as weird as we can with our profile pictures. And yours is the same from before. It looks like a cat with a prosthetic nose or some shit and like human teeth on it. Yeah. And it's like so so ridiculous. It's still horribly unsettling. Yeah. So I changed mine to Bud Dwyer pre-explosion of his frontal cortex but well this might hurt somebody pretty pretty good joke though (laughs) he he missed it all he could have had it all (laughs) welcome back to satan (laughs) (laughs) you know i i started going back through and i think that's probably what pulled me out of whatever um, distance I had from the cast for a little while was um, going back through and listening to stuff that I hadn't 
even I didn't even remember recording. Yeah. And like that is still I think probably our best bit up to date. I just I think one of our best bits to date is when we take a recording like that and play it through the microphone <laughs> as like like we just played it I had it hardwired to the front of the episode, but then we're like playing it multiple times throughout the episode, you know? <laughs> and it's just... Oh, what is this? It's Shrek's a phone. Okay. And then my Wi Fi said, no, uh uh-uh. uh. Said, nah, 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 nah. No, but uh, that. I listened to Premium 2, and uh, that was. <laughs> That was that was our fucking Ark of the Covenant, like, immediately after we recorded it. At first run. At this point, I'm far enough removed from the original run that it's just all hilarious to me. But that was basically our Ark of the Covenant. We sealed it the fuck off, and I'm never looking at this again <laughs> until... Yeah, people go month. blind just from listening to it kind of shit. And honest to God, it's a little more serious than i expected but it's still got some serious laughs in it i mean we were going the fuck off towards the end it was like nothing but youtube ads and 30 <laughs> seconds <laughs> and then you like and then you like played the uh what the fuck is the if you could only see the tonic song i don't remember is that what it was called <laughs> yeah i think I didn't even listen. I still haven't listened to that episode. All right. You played that, and you're like, who's that? You played, like, 10 seconds. I'm like, it's Tonic. And then I'm like, what about this one? And I played the exact same fucking song. (laughs) Just, like, I was getting good laughs out of it, but I may have uh, mental deficiencies, too. Mental deficiencies, even. Um, I think it's worth saying on the pod about... At this point, I think it's about five weeks ago, I completely, um, I wanted to go back off the Wellbutrin, back onto the effects or I was taking for a while. And I just decided when I was coming off the Wellbutrin, I'm just going to roll with my own brain for a while. You know? Okay. This was about five weeks ago. And um, I had a backup script of effects or that was supposed to get filled. And for one reason or another, it never got called in. I never filled it. And then they tried to call me to get it filled and everything. I'm like, no, don't worry about it. So I'm about five weeks without antidepressants. And overall, I'd say I'm less depressed than I was in 10 years of taking the shit. You know? I had to live life and determine that on my own also because i was on some heavy medications for a while i was too and then i just stopped taking them yeah i think i just came to the conclusion that i have because i was talking to nikki about this the other day um Bipolar depression and manic depressive, while they used to be two different classifications, they all kind of lump it into bipolar A and bipolar B now. And I say, I think my brain just always has been more of a classic manic depressive state than anything bipolar. Okay, so I'm going to have more extreme, more sharp turns into feelings that everybody has low points you know your valleys and stuff but it doesn't make me less of a person it doesn't make me fucking inhuman it doesn't mean i gotta damn myself into a hole with medicine i feel overall better than i did in 10 years well and uh, i think the body will produce a subtlety when you reconnect to it with mental health it's one of those things that your natural baseline it's ups and downs you know the it's morose feels more natural than a chemically induced depressive state when you're manic or you know 
the excitement that you feel from something that you experience non-medicated is better than a manic med that they would give you to pull you out of it. You know yeah, what I mean? Like it's, I do. It's something yeah. like I had to, like I said, I had to experience on my own with, you know, atypical antipsychotics, mood stabilizers, um, you know, benzos, the whole hormones, you know, yeah. everything that I had been on to try to figure out what the fuck goes on in my head or how to regulate it. Like, I don't do anything neurotic. I don't endanger myself or others. You know, I'm not a threat to society not being medicated. No, and a second part of this, for me at least, is uh, reconnecting with people and actually being able to talk and talk shit out in your mind rather than just bottling everything up until the bottle breaks and everything. I've had a lot more of that in the last month, and I love it, and I love friends that will listen because you shouldn't have to do it by yourself. Every fucking problem out there has been suffered through. People are turned to dust by now that have suffered the same shit you have, you know? Yes. And I think a lot like 90% of dealing with mental health is the tools that you have and utilize in your own behavior and your own routines. Uh, honestly, like that's something that I took from years and thousands of hours of therapy and mm -hmm. group sessions and, you know, that kind of thing is the, the tools that you have when you don't feel quite right or you can't quite process something that you're experiencing, what yeah. you do with what you feel is far more important than the drugs that they can just prescribe you and charge you two paychecks for. Yep. Because In no matter way you should be feeling stuff, you know? Yeah. Like that's a natural thing. Yeah. I, uh, I'm as crazy as this sounds. I'm really glad that I was off the chemical dependence aspect of it prior to this bullshit going on in the world. Cause I can't imagine fuck the Wellbutrin in particular made me more anxious, more quick to rage, more everything. And I think I'd probably be a little more panicky right now. And right now it's just like, just do what you're supposed to be doing anyway. Okay. If you're supposed to be at work, go to work. If you're not, don't. Just chill the fuck out. You know? <laughs> it's. I feel like a waking wake and baker at this point. It's just like, dude, just go listen to some Sublime and chill out, man. <laughs> God, did you happen to re-listen to the episode where we were fucking... I, at least, was just double-barrel buckshot towards Sublime and uh, who the hell else? A bunch of shitty bands. Like, they're fucking trash. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's not fair, necessarily. They are to me, but some people find love in it, you know? I didn't re-listen to that, but I am very familiar with Sublime and a lot of their music and never really cared for it. Still yeah. don't. I mean, it just wasn't my thing. You know what no, I mean? No, no, it's perfectly fine. People want to listen to it, but, uh, never really been my thing. And that's to say, I know the one that came out when Nola just died. I listened to the shit out of the album, but that was kind of like 1996. That was the sign of the times, you know, people were listening to, albums they don't really listen to anymore probably but i'm sure there's people that still every day listen to garden grove you know <laughs> pretty cool this one's a real fucking zinger of an episode huh? oh yeah man we went from talking about the plague to talking about a an individual plague uh -huh. that it goes unspoken a lot of times uh-huh and and now we're talking about an auditory. Get the fuck out of that bag, you little shit. <laughs> I got kittens since uh, we went on hiatus. 
Yeah. They are terrible. <laughs> oh, they just shove themselves in anything. Well, I had a bag, and I posted the picture on Facebook. Um, I had a bag from Burger King. It was laying, you know, I was going to start throwing, like, the garbage in it that mm-hmm. from the wrappers and whatnot. And the cat climbed inside of it like a hermit crab. And all I could see was, like, her front two, like, legs and her head. And the rest of her body was inside of the bag. <laughs> so she she was like a, a kitty crab, like, inside of the Burger King bag. It was That's pretty fucking funny. But they do that with everything. They climb inside of the most random shit. Boxes are still something that cats praise. How many kittens did you get? Two. At once? Yeah, they were sisters from the same letter. Ah, That's okay then, I guess. I don't know. I feel like I'm not going to be able to escape Dez's childhood without some sort of pet. But, um, and I'm not anti-pet. By any means, but I don't want some fucking animal running around under my feet in this tiny apartment. I feel like if I had a house, I'd be a lot more willing to allow that to happen, you know? I feel like there's already choke points and trip points in this apartment and stuff that would be like, good God, get the fuck from under my feet. It, it takes a little bit of getting used to. And one time of shoving my bare foot into dog shit down into the carpet, I'd probably drive my own head through the plaster walls in here. Because <laughs> I'm not going to on mic say I'd do it to a dog. But <laughs> even though I kind of implicitly just said I would, I would put my own head through it, people. If anybody listens to this. I get the feeling people are starting to get the groove back for uh, the old problematic cast. Is it like Stella got her groove back, the movie? Well, I'll tell you, I hear cross-country travel in a plane is the lowest it's ever been right now. But uh, I can't afford even now to go to an island and get fucked a bunch to get my groove back. That's that's a 20-plus-year-old joke at this point, I think. Who was it? You, me, and Salidas saying that? Yeah, that's pretty God. much how that happened. To this day, I'm not sure if that's what that movie is. But that's what our joke has been for 20 years. I was going to say, I don't know, never watched it. might have been like about like personal growth and developing a, <sighs> a, you know into a, a more well-rounded person and nothing to do with with I, I literally don't care about all of that. You know, the synopsis on Wikipedia for me should be like, yeah, Stella goes to an island, gets fucked a bunch, and gets her groove back. That's pretty uh, bad. That's a good joke, though. Got a good laugh. Are you typing? I am. I, I hear typing. 1998. Jesus. Yup. Man, that was a good year for smoking cigarettes and doing drugs and dumb shit you know and honestly in his pursuits apparently she falls in love with some island youngster oh shit we're right yeah and in his his pursuits of her turned her into a blossoming it turns into a blossoming romance that forces stella to take personal inventory of her life and try to find a balance between her desire for love and companionship and her responsibilities as a mother and corporate executive. So she literally went to an island she and got, got fucked, fucked a, bunch, a and, bunch. And it's probably the rest of the stuff you were saying. It could be about it this. It was. All of it in the same movie. No wonder why it won awards. <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> it didn't, though, but... <laughs> How Stella got her groove back. She got fucked with the pork sword. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? They did win awards. I, I take that back. Was it the gold star for uh, wine in Texas? No, it was. Um, there was a bunch of awards from the 
1999 Alcapulco Black Film Festival and okay. the 1999 NAACP Image Awards. Okay. That's so, cool, I guess. Yeah, they did actually win a bunch of awards that um, probably weren't widely recognized in social circles as much as like the Emmys or the Oscars because like the blue ribbon at the Huntington County Fair. Well, (laughs) (laughs) anyhow, I'm just doing callbacks to old episodes I've recently listened to, man, that Johnny Resnick shit is still fucking jokes to me. I just, and there's some of you listening to this that may, sorry. I think we killed this podcast with that episode. I think we killed some of this podcast with this. But as Kyle said on the one premium episode, if these motherfuckers can't see the satire for what it is and say they got me and think it was funny enough of a joke to continue listening, they were fair weather friends to begin with, you know? Well, and, you know, it might not be their cup of tea either because we will make jokes about literally everything. Oh, yeah. All day I don't, long. I don't think much has been off the table. It No. no. <laughs> and it still somehow comes off more intelligent than come town. And we've had some real dumb conversations. And it's still... <laughs> but at least it doesn't end every fucking sentence with, I'm getting fucked in the ass. I'm a faggot. Check that one off. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get it in there somehow. I was trying to. That's the about the only strategy two. of the placement of that. Yeah. Deliberately <laughs> brought that other podcast up just to throw that in because it happens a lot. Because they do it a lot. No, <sighs> those were the two that it's like, man, what is problematic? The topics or Jeremy's language and complete disregard for social norms with saying those particular words well I, I couldn't stop it's like because i knew it was problematic i kept doing it and it's like there are two wolves inside of <laughs> i have an honest question at this okay. point what in the fuck is with this tiger king i choose. show yeah i that, said kaylee look because a lot of times we will like watch shit together obviously we watched mind hunter together since the hiatus mind hunter was great it was really good you know but it was uh it appealed to both of us you know it was something we would both get into we've probably watched the office six times over the years but like i said if you have any interest in watching this tiger king nonsense you can watch it without me because just the picture of the guy i have zero interest in learning who he is well and it's I read a really funny um, stuff white people do meme yeah. about that, and the su- the summary. I'm not even going to be able to completely like summarize the summary of it, but it's pretty much like it's a synopsis of the kind of crazy things that white people do, like just the the most crazy debauchery filled um, just madness. If I'm honest, I got enough of that out of Trailer Park Boys. I mean, that's perfect example of stuff white people do that was funny to me. You know, I don't, I don't need to see some guy that got rich making meth or something and get tigers and make people disappear or whatever the fuck. But it is everywhere right now. Yeah, like the uh, the meme investment stock market is like going through the roof with Tiger King memes because mm-hmm. I'm looking at a fucking carol fucking baskin something with that like dude that looks like a a c movie rated hulk hogan (laughs) okay that's who i was referring to yeah 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 he looks like uh he's got like the skank root mullet and the eyebrow piercing and yeah he looks like he could be hulk hogan's um body double well, body double in like Thunder in Paradise or some shit. 
How's that for a poll? I that just came out of the ether, man. That was that's a real thing, right? Wasn't there like a Baywatch Paradise? There was a Baywatch clone, I think, called Thunder in Paradise with Hulk Hogan and maybe Brutus the Barber Beefcake. I think Brutus was in it. Please tell me I'm not inventing this in my brain. Thunder in Paradise, an American action adventure TV series from the creators of Baywatch, which stars Hulk Hogan. Chris oh. Lemon and Carol Ald. Man, it was in my brain at least. It was not good, but in my brain, I thought Stella got her groove back. Was all about that fucking. <laughs> they were two ex Navy SEALs. Oh, of course they were. Oh, and check this out: Randolph J. Hurricane Spencer and Martin Brew Brewbaker, who worked as mercenaries out of their tropical resort headquarters along Florida's Gulf Coast. Okay, they use their high tech boat named Thunder. <laughs> okay. That's pretty impressive. Are either of those people people I should know? Um Hulk Hogan was Randolph J. Hurricane. Oh, okay. And was the other one uh Brutus Beefcake? Chris Lemon is his name. Cynthia Stone and Jack Lemon's son. Oh. He's nothing to me. Cynthia Stone. That's pretty cool, I guess. Let's talk about Thunder in Paradise. Why don't we? <laughs> I saw there's a... It it looks horrible. What's like, that? Right out the gate. Like the, the flashback 80s, 90s imaging. Yeah. You know what was really horrible was Baywatch. Baywatch was pretty terrible. It was fucking awful. And, like, we got Yasmeen Bleeth and Pamela Anderson, and uh, I can't even remember all of them. And the women for Eye Candy basically got David Hasselhoff. <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? It's like, ooh, I got the perfect man for women to fucking gruel over. <laughs> this, oh, God. David Hasselhoff. Yeah, man. <laughs> Let me throw up in my mouth a little bit. Oh, I can't remember anybody else on that stupid show. It was so bad. It was like terrible acting. It was pretty much before the advent of internet pornography, though, huh? It was. I think it was before dial-up made mainstream. Like yeah. all those AOL discs came out probably the year after. It's 100% that, what it was then. Yeah. Was the reason that got famous. Was people have to jerk it to something. Well, with VHS, you could put it in like super slow-mo. Uh-huh. So it was like a frame or two a second. Yeah. You yeah. Know you, yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, so. Um, I know you hate economics. So I'm going to not even bring any of that into the conversation because I was looking at it aside from Thunder in Paradise and uh-huh. memes from 2020. Now, what were you going to say about economics? I was going to bring up the shenanigans that are going to take place after like this shit finally – like gets taken control of yeah like a lot of our businesses are shut down right now yeah. a lot of people are scared right now yeah. the entire economic landscape is going to be different and people are going to be getting stimulus checks in the mail here within a week they're going to start to be mailed out and direct deposited and this that and the really? other thing i heard it was yeah may all right cool well there's from the last information i I was reason the sixth stands out april 6th stands out to me and then there was going to be one in may i think they were doing like a month and then the next month they were doing more that's definitely dated because it's one check now but oh yeah see it's i'm and it's a fucking pity it's like I, I don't want to spit in the president's face because it's it's 
the complete bipartisan mess of it thinks that a $1,200 check one time is going to, like, save the American people. And while it's not nothing, it's a drop in the bucket. Because as I said to Kaylee, her and I are both being paid through all of this, you know? And there's people that day one, when the shit started hitting the fan, they lost their job. They lost their health insurance. They lost fucking everything. You know, and it is everything that they were doing before to make money is 100 percent contingent on getting back to work. So I feel like twelve hundred dollars for people like that, that isn't going to be fucking much of anything besides a replenishment trip and hoping to fucking God there might be another one later. You know, yeah, I think that they're doing it currently in the mindset of sustainability because the states are doing the states are taking care of like the unemployment compensation aspect of it so they're the federal government believes that it's doing some sustainability groundwork to keep people in their homes to keep people with some amount of medicine or you know whatever you know did you see the other part of that bill $250 billion going towards corporate bailouts, towards people like Jeff Bezos, who is the richest motherfucker on the planet, you know? And it's like, these guys, they don't need a bailout. It's been a month. Jeff Bezos doesn't need fucking taxpayer dollars. I don't well, understand. It's like he he's afraid to lose his status of wealth. I mean, he Yeah, he could and pay what, the motherfuckers getting a bailout. Yeah, he could pay for the fucking bailouts. I think a fine. lot I think a lot of the people that are in control of what is done with the money don't listen to the people who are actually educated on what we should be doing with the money. And they're making decisions based on a lack of an economic understanding yeah. because the, the economy, the money goes from the top to the bottom and back yeah. up. Yeah. All right. So when a whole bunch of money goes to the top and a lot of our corporate you know conglomerates and all that shit a lot of the times the money coming down doesn't actually see the hands of the people at the bottom right it's put in for infrastructure within the company and this that and the other thing yep what the bailout is doing is just keeping their profits sitting at like a a normalized rate yeah they're not doing anything to sustain the people that actually work the business, which are the people that, you know, the 99% versus the 1%, the 99% of the people are the ones that should see more of that money because the money's going to go back into buying home goods to the people that sell the home goods. You know, it like the, the warehouses are going to sit with the the people that money no they don't no and it's a lot of it is uh they need to keep appearances up to keep stock prices up to keep sales up because yeah you know if you hear that amazon isn't the best real retailer anymore you're gonna go elsewhere to buy your resupplies and shit and it's just well see and the it's crazy fucking boomerang. It's the ridiculous. crazy thing about the way I, I noticed a lot of the economics of our open free market works is once a lot of the groundwork is laid for a company, it's kind of like how all of the older cable companies, like the family started, family ran, hand run cable lines yeah. on poles. When a lot of our digital cable companies started coming through. Atlantic Broadband, Comcast, uh, Verizon, you know, when they were still, a lot of them weren't using fiber optic, you know, they were using coaxial carrying lines. Um, 
they would go in and buy out these old you know these old dudes that you know when they were in their 20s 30s whatever made these smaller cable companies and supplied okay. the people in the areas so now we have a logistics fucking mega structure like Amazon which the storefront also plays into the logistics of UPS, DHL, FedEx. Yeah. Um, you know, all of those things, they draw profit off of one another. People are still going to want to buy shit. People, I've, I've still been shopping on Amazon. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like the need for things is still going to be there. The they need and the want. Yeah, of course. There's probably like one server that's running the software to run Amazon's fucking logistics. Yeah. I, you know, I, I don't have access to the data. It's probably just like a half a PC or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's not like there's millions of feet of, of cable out there that, you know, need to be rerun. All that stuff is already existent. Other than resupplying the fucking toilet paper and the hand sanitizer, yeah. what does Amazon really need the money for as the CEO? The people that work for them yeah. could use the money significantly more. Of course. Yeah. I mean, and here's just a hot take. If somebody organizes a walkout at an Amazon factory because they feel like essential should probably come with uh, better rights and better wages maybe don't fire them that week probably not going to look great for your company well and it i think corporate america still takes a lot of the same standpoint that they did against the unions yeah in cases like this where they figure you know we'll we'll just hire more people yeah but when you're doing that kind of thing to people concerned about people things. They're yeah. not concerned about a union or like union representation or anything. They want to be safe. They want to feel safe. They want to not get sick and die and infect their families who might get sick and die. Yeah. Yeah. And they're more worried about the stock price, but I the digress. <laughs> the stock market has crashed a few times. Yeah, and here we sit. We're still all right, you know? Yeah. People reap there. I mean, stuff like that rebounds, you know? You just got to let it. We're all in this fucking panic mode, but we should all be in it together, you know? Well, and I don't think that panic is going to get us very far because, like, we have a one four-pack restriction on toilet paper now. Because people didn't realize that a respiratory virus doesn't make you shit your guts out. <laughs> uh, still funny to me. It is what? still pretty hilarious to me also. Like, <laughs> wipe the butter off your asshole. <laughs> Pound sand. <laughs> that might help with the uh, diarrhea, the coronavirus. <laughs> Our contact info is still the same. We're going to keep it in the show notes and everything. It's the problematic ass of Gmail. Um, drop us some notes, some thoughts and prayers if you'd like. I think we're uh, I think we're back for a while. So wash your fucking hands. Yeah. I mean, why do you have to be told? I don't care if it's hand sanitizer or just plain water. Fucking do something, you know, clean your goddamn shit. And if you don't need to be outside running amok, stay the fuck inside. Here's the new sign off. Wash the Corona off your hands. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and if you don't blow your fucking brains out, <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs>